This series is a story about Daniel. He struggled with anxiety and low self-worth. He lived with experiences he didn't understand or could share. That is, until he met me, Leslie. I helped Daniel make sense of his life and harness his power. Within a week, his whole life changed. This program shows what happened and what Daniel learned. Find out how you can do it too. Join Daniel and I as we share how to harness personal growth to transform your world. Welcome to Valuable Insight. There was never anything that did not proceed from a thought. Ralph Waldo Emerson. Life, Leslie, what is life to you? To me, life is thought and action. I'm all good. Life to me is a board game where you get to build your children <laughs> and you get to move around. <laughs> no, life, life has a big meaning. Oh, and it's yeah. a big interpretation also. Mm-hmm. Life is not easy. Sometimes. You have to navigate through it. Oh, yeah. You have to push through. Mm-hmm. You have to make stepping stones. Oh, certainly. You have to have an idea of what am I doing? Where am I going? Who am I? What am I? Why am I? Those are big <laughs> things. Where am I? <laughs> And I think that we touch a lot about this on enlightenment, your surroundings, everything we've talked about honestly really just hits this. Mm -hmm. I mean, to me, life can be an incredible thing. Oh, yeah. And I think a lot of people take it for advantage. They want people to give them a handout. They want people to do everything for them. Or Or people want to exploit other people. Amen. And I think a thought and action is a big thing. Yeah. You have to think about it and then do it. Yeah. Life isn't going to be, oh, here's a plate of gold. (laughs) You're going to have to think about what do I want to do? How am I going to do it? And how am I going to achieve this? Yeah. And imagine yourself already doing it. Yeah. Because that's how you get to be successful. Right. That's how you get to feel fulfillment. Yeah. With life. Well, Daniel, the biggest thing that my clients have asked me over the years is how, Leslie, how? I'll say to them, I see in your future success. I see this, I see that. And they all want to go back to me and say how. And it feels like a slap in the face because it's like, what do you mean how? Just focus on what? Mm -hmm. But I want to be more specific in terms of the mechanics of this. Mm -hmm. The how is not in the stepping stones per se. The how is how you engage your thought in a creative way, in your imagination, because mm-hmm. that's where the work gets done first. And then what happens is, as we said, we talk about speaking to the universe in that episode. We talked about when you create in your imagination that scene where you said, I'm a champion in horse riding, world champion. You created that in your mind and you maintain that consistent image of yourself as a champion. Mm -hmm. I'm a champion. You owned it. You saw yourself successfully riding, successfully positioning yourself. You practice at every single thought Mm -hmm. of what is the best position. That is very true. Where do I keep my 
my bum on the horse? Mm -hmm. Where do I put my legs? You practice it perfecting every single thought. Absolutely. In that process of being a champion. Mm -hmm. So life is perfecting your thoughts. And life through the universe, through other people, through relationships, shows you your concept of yourself. That's a lot to swallow. It's a huge chill pill, right? So here we are performing and not even performing, having this conversation for all of you. Absolutely. And we're going, what is gonna happen with this? Who's going to watch this? I already know. People who are dealing with self-worth, people who are confused in life, people who want more but don't know how. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying to you, oh, just go get a job and oh, just make some famous or rich friends. Oh, just have more money. Oh, here's my click funnel technique. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it really comes down to what you're thinking in your thoughts, your self-talk your message to the universe, your signs that you're sending out. But it all begins here in in the frame of your consciousness, your mind, your imagination, the pictures you're playing in your head, the feelings you're feeling in your tummy here, in your heart, and how you consistently feel about what you see in your mind, what you talk to yourself and say, and what you feel in your body. Absolutely. It's a consistency of, I guess you could call it the trifecta, the trinity of creation. It really is that concept of, is it that simple that the imaginative forces that I have, just seeing myself being the person who wins world championship, Mm -hmm. it's not just about standing on the podium and receiving it. It's about the work to get there. It's also about the work because it's perfecting your thoughts. If you think about sitting on the horse, you sit like this, you sit like this, mm-hmm. sit like this, sit like this. Absolutely not. No, you're thinking about what's the perfect posture. Sharpening those skills, making sure you're on point, making sure you're just all around there. Right. But that, but mastering the posture on that horse did not come from, I'm just going to sit on the house horse perfectly. It was a very clear and conscious, all right, vision, picture in your head, your butt glued to the chair. <laughs> the saddle, your back straight, your arms a certain way. And they always tell you, imagine a broomstick down the, your back all the way to your back crack. They always say, imagine that being there and that you can't move your back and you have to stay up. So that was a big thing. They say, imagine digging your heels all the way into the earth to keep your heels down. And imagine your hand is in concrete and you can't pick your hand up. I mean, there's so many references to horse riding that meet this. Exactly. This is not just in horse riding. This could be, for example, in sports and Olympic athletes, they use the power of visualization and imagination a lot without even having to do the actual sport. They'll take athletes, have them lay down and practice their throw or their tennis swing or their running or their jumping in their minds before they even do it. And what science has shown is that the mere act of imagining that you're doing something creates the neuro connections and the muscle memory for you to do it. Mm -hmm. And so when I say to people, how? The first thing is, is you have to imagine that you are already there in your mind. You are that which you want to be. You are the person you want to be. You are doing what you want to be. And it's already done. The second thing is, is to show up for it. And you to, have to be there. And to receive it. Because if you don't show up, what are you doing? 
you're showing that you don't want it. So, for example, my husband would say to me, what do you mean if I'm if I'm this big successful professional person or business owner, entrepreneur, then you just want me to think about it and go sit in the living room on, and be on Facebook all day? And I was like, no, 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 no. If you are, say, CEO of a giant corporation or the creative director of a fashion brand or a rock star, do you honestly think if you are that person that that's what you would be doing? No. What would you be doing? You would think about it, put it into action, and start the steps to get there. You would be the person who does it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You would go out and start getting it done. What does the Bible say? The Bible says, be not hearers only, but doers. You can't hear the word. You have to do the word. The word is your thoughts. Mm, so you have to put your life in action, your thought in action. So if I'm a successful business person, when I decided to go into semi-retirement, meaning that I would only coach and do readings for the people I want to work with, not mm -hmm. just people who are just throwing money at me. She read me like a book. <laughs> I didn't want to do it for money. I wanted to do it for love. I wanted to do it for fun. I wanted to do it to help certain people mm -hmm. who fit my idea of what would be a pleasurable work experience. I mean, for me. you don't want to read from a crystal ball anymore? No, sorry. I don't have the eight ball for you. When I started doing that and put myself into semi-retirement, I was just like, okay, well, I just started imagining, okay, I don't need the money anymore from coaching or reading people. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to imagine that money comes to me. This is what I what I actually say to myself. And I I got this, I think Neville Goddard quoted a Nobel winning prize winner when he said, I have a lavish, steady, dependable income consistent with integrity and mutual benefit. Oh, Lord. So I repeated that to myself for a couple of hours until I actually believed it. And then I just started getting money like in a nice way. I wasn't just getting money out of nowhere, but it was like people were just giving me money and, it, and they were happy and, and I, it, it was a nice exchange. I didn't feel like I was getting a handout. Mm -hmm. I felt like where I was getting my money from was integrity. And don't get me wrong, money comes to me all the time and all in different places. And this is my reality. Like the other day, I sold a sink that didn't fit in one of my rentals. And the guy handed us $100 more than what we sold it for. Mm -hmm. And Frank was like, oh my God, an extra $100. And both of us were like, we have to give it back. Mm -hmm. And the average person would have been like, keep that money. They'll never know. They'll never know. And I said, and I said to him, this money is not an integrity and mutual benefit. Oof. So he ran back and gave that man. He was like driving off, like ran after their SUV, and he was like, "Here's your money back." And the lady in the car like shrieked because she didn't know. A whole stack of humble pie, y'all. <laughs> so the thing is, is like I am not just gonna get money for money. Like, so if you believe in law of attraction, and you're like, "Oh, well, here's an extra hundred dollars," uh-uh, that wasn't inconsistent with integrity and mutual benefit. So for me, if I'm going to get schooling me today, too, if I'm going to get money, if I'm going to get opportunities, it has to be, be it has to be legit. And I had to change my attitudes. Writing the money formula completely changed all my attitudes, my motivations for doing things. It changed my relationships, and it all started from inner dialogue. All my thoughts about myself. I was in a business with somebody and they were not acting in integrity and mutual benefit. And I had to have the cojones to say, 
this is not working for me. I work in integrity, I work in mutual benefit, and if my clients figure out that you're doing this and you put me in that position, my integrity's gone. Even by association, because you're preaching one thing and you're doing another. There's no way that that's gonna work for me. It's very hard. And I let that go, even though we had a big, big, big contract opportunity that we had done a pitch for, a company that got $120 something million dollars in funding, we could have easily had an easy fat payday. But there was something wrong and it was not a mutual benefit and I turned it down. So I'm not saying, oh, imagine having a lot of money by all costs and all means. It was integrity and mutual benefit. And as soon as I dumped that relationship and I said, girl, what do you really want? And I said, you know what? And I really thought about this. I really thought about it. I really put it in my mind. I went there. I said, I want to take my family on vacations. I want to, um, I want to renovate my house. So what I started to do was imagining that all the renovations were already done. I had all the money, had all the resources. I had all the places lined up and it happened for like four months. We got to vacation, wow. renovate our house. I got way more out of the deal than I even thought the money came. I didn't have the actual cash at that time. It came from an unexpected source, six figures. And I was just like, okay, this is how it works. And that's really how I just really stopped coaching. Cause I was like, I, I know now how to make money without having to work. Mm -hmm. Now don't get me wrong, don't be quitting your jobs. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this is what I'm saying is, it's like the work first starts in your mind. Are you already there or do you already have it? Do you already believe that you are the person who is the type of person to do it, to be it, to have it? You have to believe to achieve. Right? And then the second thing is, is that when that opportunity comes, when that stepping stone is presented to you, when the bridge has been formed in front of you, like that Indiana Jones invisible bridge, mm -hmm. <laughs> do you have the courage to show up for it and walk across it? That's not the work. People think, oh, when the opportunity comes, I'm going to work. It's, oh, I've already done the work. I'm just going to show up for it. I don't work anymore. This is not a job. I don't work no more. I spend 24 to 30, 35 hours a week studying for law school. That ain't work to me. That's me showing up to be a lawyer, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I'm not working to become a lawyer. In my mind, I, I already got that bar license. In my mind, I already got that degree. I'm just showing up every day and saying, here I am, here I am, here I am. And I'm taking all that knowledge and I'm scooping it right into my mind. That's amazing. So the thing is, don't work hard. Oh, you're going to put effort in. There are going to be days when you've put in a ton of physical effort. I remember when my house was being renovated, I had to work 12, 16 hours a day, clean stuff, sweep stuff, put out the trash, paint a little bit here and there, organize stuff, put things in Tupperware, get dead rats out of the garage because the contractors were leaving the garage door. I had to show up for it, but I do not call that work. This is incredible. I mean, I'm speechless today. <laughs> this was a lesson for me too. <laughs> How do you guys think you can tap into your life? How do you think you can change your life? I mean, how do you think you can just put thought into action in your life? Is there something you're trying to achieve that you haven't gotten done because you have a mental block? Is there something that you want to achieve but you're like, what kind of thought do I put into it? Have you even ever thought about putting action into your life? Yeah. Do you know it starts with you and then it manifests itself? Or how do you think this works? We want to know. Yeah, sure. Next time on Valuable Insight.
nothing's truly a bad thing. Nothing's truly negative. We make it negative. So be careful about how people paint you. Absolutely. Be careful about rejecting and denouncing the identities that people want assigned to you. You have to be the person that you say you are. She said, 100 bucks. I said, I will get this horse to where she needs to be. She said, all right. She said, if you get her to where she needs to be, and she marks high, I'll pay you 100 bucks.